In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. The future totally sucks. I'd give it zero stars if I could. Brad, if you could edit and splice. There'll be probably some heavy editing in this. I'm a scripted person. Give me a script and I'd be better. Hey, guys. Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. Oh, golly, it feels like forever since we've started our new... Uh, we switched up our style of how to record, when to record. It feels like forever since I've talked to you guys and seen you. And, and we're trying something new that that our, our listeners can't see. We are actually recording um, via Squadcast, which is a... Uh, it's, like, it's like Zoom, only it's specifically made for podcasting, I believe. Right, Brad? Yeah, this one is specifically made so that, you know, anyone who's podcasting, you know, from different locations and, you know, you have multiple hosts or guests or whatnot, the audio recording for this is supposed to be done a lot better than if you were to do it by Zoom where you get like individual tracks and, and all those things. So if someone messes something up, it's easily fixable in editing. That's cool. So, you know. Yeah. So, and we, you know, we have friends who have been using it uh, and they swear by it and we've listened to their show. So do, do bar stars use uh, Squadcast? Yeah. Yeah. Those are specifically the friends. Those are the friends. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the friends. Yes, I got it. So yeah. And I, and I was a guest on their show and of course they were a guest on our show. Um, Yeah. I'm still waiting to be a guest on their their show. show, We did. Yeah. It'll come. Um, that was everyone some of my got busy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But everyone, <laughs> I still have not even listened to that episode, Bill. <laughs> it's rough. Oh. <laughs> uh, I still get feedback about that episode. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> ah, whatever, dude. I'm sorry, Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, we are recording via Squadcast, um, and this is our second. Uh, recording for this new season. Um, We are in season three. This is going to be episode two. And we're actually going to be talking about one of the most false and annoying statements that I I certainly can't stand to hear. I don't know about you two, but I, I cannot stand hearing this statement, which is the customer is always right. Like it, it drives me nuts because it's false. Uh, and, and the, <laughs> and the past, wrong, bitch. I know. And the past two years have actually proven that the customer is not always right. You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that the customer doesn't see happen. Therefore you don't get to say, I'm always right. I'm always right. My way is the right way. And it's, I, so anyways, we're going to be talking about that, uh, today with our lovely new changeup of, outline and template we only have one review but it is a good beefy review for that um, please make sure to follow us on facebook instagram and any podcast platform that you happen to listen to on uh, on us and listen to listen to us on us on yeah edit that out <laughs> splice that splice. <laughs> uh, <I> concur. <laughs> do you do you conquer <laughs> And go ahead and leave us a review wherever you feel like you want to leave it. You can give us a call at 720-459-2033, or you can email us at threestarspodcast at gmail.com. That's the number three stars podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want, you can just go onto Instagram or Facebook and leave us a review there. Or you can go to Anchor and um, you can leave us a review on Anchor as well, either voicemail or written out. So there's lots of places to tell us how much you love you know, us or how much you think we one suck. One thing I never really considered too was you can text us at that phone number. Yeah, oh yeah, you can totally so, text us at that phone number. So Absolutely. If you don't want to call, don't wanna call if you're more of a texter. You can send news. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> I have access to that phone. I don't want to see nudies, okay? Dick send pics. unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> uh-uh, no dick pics. Uh, so, what am I saying? I, I see by saying that we're automatically <laughs> soliciting. Yeah, I, I don't want to see that. But please do let us know what you think of us, how you feel about us, and make sure that it is a it is a non biased, non emotional review. 
have everything laid out properly. Uh, we'll fuck you up. <laughs> all right. Shall we go ahead uh, and and oh wait a minute, Kyle. I this is the, like the second time I've recorded. I've forgotten everything. Before we butterfly this steak, we're gonna go ahead and start with our happy hour drink of the day. I'm gonna let Brad take that away just to give you a little some summary of it, and then we'll move on from there. So we're drinking Irish coffee today. Ooh. It is it is one of the most easily screwed up drinks that you will get everywhere. And there are so many variations because of how easily it's screwed up. So I wanted, I've been wanting to do this one for a while like in our break of not recording. I was like, oh, I can't believe we haven't done Irish coffees yet. And it's, an easy one. it's oh. it, and it's finally cold outside. Yeah. So is that a milk mustache it you got is. there? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it finally got cold out, right? We've actually been having really, really warm weather. So I figured that we would, yeah, uh, we'd go ahead. It was finally time. It's like 32, 34 degrees outside right now. I walked outside yesterday. I was like instantly pissed. I was like, what the oh, fuck is happening? Because it was cold and it hasn't been cold. And I was like, no. what? Man. What is it, December? <laughs> yeah, oddly <laughs> enough. bullshit. I know. Yeah, it was really chilly. I'm not I'm not quite used to it yet since we've had all the warm weather. Irish coffees. The, uh, yes, mine is definitely Irish. Irish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener. Ha, ha. <coughs> all righty. So, did you just take a bong hit or did you... Exactly. What's, what's going on? Are you okay over there? <coughs> I'm good. He's got Are the you... COVID. No! Got the Rona. That's why we're squad casting. <laughs> Are you... Oh, Lord. Should I give I'm you a ready. few more minutes? Are you ready for Behind Bars with Bill? Yeah, I need to slap myself in the face. I was angry when I wrote this. I don't know if I can tap into that fucking rage right now. <laughs> It'll probably bring right. it out in you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Let's see. What did I fucking go off about? Uh, yeah, I said... Uh, oh, shit. Hold on. I lost my notes. Okay. I said today's episode of Behind Bars with Bill is uh, brought to you by the letter O. As an overstating your value of your opinion and your uh, presence in mm -hmm. general. Uh, and this segment is based on a true story because this shit happened to me. Well, most of this shit happened to me. Well, some of it did. Well, I don't know. About <laughs> 5% of what you're about to <laughs> It's based on a true story. <laughs> I told you I go in there when I'm like drunk and I fuck with the notes. Anyways, uh, it says uh, bitching about lack of happy hour or mass mandates uh, and anything in else that is like common during a... Uh, a global pandemic, you know what I mean? Like, and it also has nothing to do, like we have nothing to do with it. Like as a company, like where I work now, we still have to wear a mask. It's like a company decision, but pull is just fucking pass some other mandate or some shit. And I uh, get to wear masks like in uh, Arapahoe County, I think. So it's because it's, it's everywhere again. Anyways, I don't have any fucking control over that. I'm not a fucking politician, dude. I'm just trying to get paid. And you coming in and like talking shit about how empty the fucking parking lot is or how, oh, so-and-so's place, fucking Dick Smick fuckhead down the road has got fucking happy hour. They got two for one specials, you know, like, well, fucking go to the fucking view house then and like fuck off. And uh, from what I've heard is we're not bringing a happy hour back at all. And this is like a corporate decision, which I think makes a lot of fucking sense because businesses are trying to recover from from being shut down for half the fucking year, right? Like, so you, if anything, you should be like helpful and positive and not come in and bitch about stupid little shit like happy hour, dude. Like it's, it just, it just seems so archaic to me. Like what the fuck? Like things are going to change. It's 2021, you know, like we're squad casting for fuck's sake. We're not even in the same room. We're recording a podcast. So just like change with the times, right? Like, and these, these, these are always the people that are saying that, you know, I come in here all the time. Well, obviously you don't, because if you did, you know that we don't have fucking happy hour. We haven't had happy hour for over a year, like as long as I've worked there and longer, you know? And it's like, I don't know, it's just entitlement on the side of, it might be ageist, but they're always boomers, you know? Like, <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but it's, it's, it's true. And these are the fuckers that like hover around dirty spots or like will sit at a dirty spot at the bar or fucking sit at a dirty table and then bitch about it. You know what I mean? Or right. like they there try are some to common denominators. Here. Right. Right. There are some, yes. And I mean like, yes, it's service and that's the job, but like it's a two way street. And I just think people that fucking don't want to support the business, like get the fuck out. Like we're going to get, we, we don't want you here, you know, like order on DoorDash or some shit, like go to view house. Like I said, like I just, I, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, so the I, place, 
the place you work at, sorry to interrupt, the place you work at now, Bill, um, is a bit more upscale compared to View House, correct? You could say that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the clientele that, that you have, <laughs> you know, the clientele, uh, have most of them been, do you have, do you have a lot of regulars or do you have a lot yes, of new? Yes, there are a lot of regulars, but you know, like the thing with regulars is it's just as important now as it's ever been. Right. I want the new regulars. I don't like, that's kind of like, I mm. fancy myself as like, okay. I don't have a word for it. An angler, I guess, a fisherman, because like, I want the, I want to make new New regulars, because the regulars that you have, especially a lot of them that were there like before I showed I showed up, like I'm one, I, I'm sure I won some people over, but it's like you want that fresh meat. You like those people aren't gonna be there every fucking day, so you need ideally regulars for every single day, right? Like so you mm -hmm. gotta, and that's where the service aspect of it comes into play. I've been really thinking about that because I don't want to, I don't want to get on my high horse too hard here, but uh, like it's like I said, it's a two way street, so like I gotta step up my game too, and I have to be more aware of shit you know like fist bumps and elbow bumps for days like there's not a lot of high-fiving going on anymore and right. like you you will catch me and like just like hey and like nobody's hitting me a high five it's like a fucking asshole like uh, but you, know, you gotta change you gotta adapt with the times and like stop trying to keep shit like it's not 1942 anymore you know like right politics well, are fucking different like it's not I, I don't know it's just a weird time to be alive i guess everybody says that all the time but i feel like we're right seeing about a the transition regulars. You're right about the regulars thing, right? Like you need to constantly create new regulars because That's the you will you will lose people due to a number of reasons, right? And the pandemic was obviously a reason that we didn't exactly see coming. So you have to build new regulars. Regulars usually account for at least 20% of your business, right? And these are the people who, I mean, what do you consider a regular I mean, I would say they're coming in at least one to two times a week minimum in order to be yeah. a regular. Yeah. Right? And tipping well and not being a burden. You know, like there's regulars well, I mean, that, and then there's regular that, turds. Well, yeah. I mean, there's good regulars and bad yeah. regulars, yeah. right? I mean, it, there's – but in terms of the business and the fact that you do need that – you know, you do need fresh blood. I mean, people will move away or they will have a bad experience or they won't come in if certain people are working or, you know, any number of those things happen. So you do – have to constantly you know create that experience that make people want to come back and sometimes you've got old regulars who are so shitty and demanding that they cause other you you have it written down here bill that it takes time and attention away from other guests oh yeah, yeah. it's not just so, me you're being rude so you're you're putting yourself in front of everybody else that's like like that's how it works in my head there's like a cue first in first out right Fear, right. Fear of missing out. Right. No. Uh, first in, first out. Um, and that's how I treat people, too. It's how I treat the service. Well, I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't say that's how I treat people, but like that's in like at work. That's how it works. Like first, first come, first serve, you know, and then we go down the line. So if you put me in my shit rocked in the fucking service well and you breeze by the fucking host stand and uh, two other uh, bartenders to come talk to me in the well. Like, fuck you, man. Like, you just put yourself, you literally just put yourself in front of everyone else in the restaurant. And I just, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, that's not how. It goes. It's not how it works. That's not how life works, dude. <laughs> right. No. Um, I wanted to bring up, I, the fact that you brought up this topic today, um, I had not looked at these notes until about an hour before we were going to Shocker. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I looked at them at all, which is pretty impressive, right? So... But the, the fact that like you brought this up today, like stuff that's not our fault, I I, I actually loved it. I got to kick someone out. Oh, it's uh, my favorite part. You know, I love kicking people out <laughs> downtown the other night because he comes in and immediately starts in with the other bartender about. So, are you okay with having to wear that mask? And that was just baiting something, right? right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so bro. I actually like, choose I, to. Like, it's uh. <laughs> And she could tell he was already drunk and she's like, I'm not even going to have this conversation with you. She didn't, she wouldn't get him alcohol. She just got a food order for him. So then I went to talk to him. Um, just, you know, I was walking by. I didn't actually go to talk to him. Uh, but he starts in with me about the mask and I was like, I'm okay with it because that's how I have to be. I can't be like, no, I fucking hate yeah, it. I can't I wait mean, to not have to wear this thing. Right. It's, that's after work, it's, it comes off for sure. But, yeah. It sucks. Right. So then he starts in with me about you know me having you know me being like okay with oh well you've signed on for this now and whatever, yeah i fucking tell you i did vote i voted for biden fuck you i don't care 
And so, and so whatever, right? Like I end up, I end up cutting the conversation and I, you know, do a few laps. Well, then he starts talking to this other guy and starts kind of, you know, getting a little shitty with not shitty, but getting annoying with him. So then the bartender, the other bartender I'm working with goes over and says, Hey, you know what? He just got off of work and he probably, you know, doesn't really need this right now. And then this guy gets belligerent, starts yelling at her like he, you know, like he fucking owns the place, starts cursing at her. So then I step in and then I tell him he's got to get the fuck out. Right. Love because it. all of this starts over shit that has nothing, nothing yeah. to do with us. Nothing. Like you said, nothing to do. That's with pretty us. wild. We're just trying to make a living, you know, and it's fucking it is what it is, man. I'm just mm -hmm. stoked to go back to work and to have a job that I don't fucking hate, you know, and, you know? Well, that was okay. a good behind bars with Bill. All Thank right. you, Bill. Appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. you. I mean, like that is that is definitely a hot topic right now. It's a hot button uh, right now, and again, it's it's something that I think a lot of our customers don't they don't realize. You know that look look happy hour was meant to bring customers in at a time when the bar was quiet. Yeah, it, well, it started in prohibition, and, like. That's that's where it comes from. Like they would be happy hours because they'd be like little pop up bars. The bars will only be open for a couple hours. Right. Well, no. Like, remember, remember, we talked about this actually in the Bar Stars episode that happy hour started on Navy ships. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yep. Yep. yep I, remember, <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> uh huh. And totally uh, remember that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's look. I I I like happy hour. I like happy hour. Brad and I went out recently and we ordered off the happy hour menu, and it's nice to have a discount, but at the same time there's a piece of me that that feels almost guilty of, of saying can i have it off the happy hour please because no right. joke the happy hour brings your check average down and and while while the whole point of happy hour was to get was to have quantity over quality it's it doesn't work that way anymore I mean, we, you know, some places are stupid busy for happy hour and they're booming and yeah, you, you're still, the restaurant's still making money, but as the server, the bartender, you're not making as much as you should you're be because harder, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're working harder yeah, and you're not you're making as much volume. because, because the check average is down. And so people who, who only seek out happy hours, I'm, you know, that's great. I understand that, that the economy um inflation is happening and the economy is is not doing the best and and we're you know we're going through this huge shift as far as wage pay and and people not making a lot and gas prices up and blah 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 but at the same time we're working too so if we get rid of happy hour sorry like it's a decision yep. that isn't made lightly it's not you know made, what i mean like there's thought that went into it there is thought that goes into it and it's not made by us bar staff or the wait staff or the bussers or the hosts or even maybe the floor managers they don't you know the floor managers don't have a lot of control over anything so i you know it's it's definitely uh, a hot topic today along with the masks and um everything else that's going on but it you know the customers really need to they really need to take a step back and and see why. See why there's only three servers on in a large restaurant. Well, it's because we're all short staffed. See why right, half the, the restaurant is and the open. hosts aren't slowing seating. Right. No. You know. So <laughs> just just take a step back. Take a a moment to breathe and look. I'm sorry your happy hour has gone away, but you know what? That's that's how life goes. You know we well, all and evolve. I'll, and I'll say this too, like. It, in regards to you know when you come in and you see like short staffing or whatever you don't even you don't need to know why no. anymore like it no one no one needs to know why no one should be asking well why, why are you short staffed well, why are you Ed, why you don't i have insurance read, Fuck you can read or watch any any news anywhere and know why right or or just at least know that you know that places are short-staffed. You know that yeah. places can't hire fast enough. You know that while the unemployment ended, there was the unemployment uh, assistance, you know, ended for most people. It it didn't send people charging back to work. Mm -hmm. Has there been a bump? Sure. But you just need to understand that when you go out. Yeah, yeah it's, that, it, you know, that it's, it exists. Yeah, it's a thing. It's like a social contract, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. And all, all hours are happy if you try hard enough. Yep. And if you're not a piece of shit, you might get a free fucking drink. You might, you know, you might get a shot. 
just be be a good person. Yeah, if you're just a <laughs> nice be human being and treat the yeah. rest of us the way you want to be treated, you right. might get free stuff. It's not that hard. <laughs> exactly. We we do have some control. It's not like a car dealership where we're, you know, you can't say, I'm sorry, I can't I can't give you twenty percent off. I can't give you like we can. We can say, Hey, you want a free beer? You want a free shot? It's on us. We can do that. So Yeah. Okay, shall we go ahead and get into this review? It's a meaty fucker. It is a meaty fucker. That's what she said. <laughs> this is from the Bay Restaurant, a average of four circles uh, overall from Margate, England. Uh, we're going across the pond. This was back in August 2013 on TripAdvisor, and this is a one-circle review. Oh, I love the title of it already. Do you like it? You like that? <laughs> the title Fucking is bullshit. The Customer <laughs> is Always Right. <clears throat> I really don't know where to begin with my comments. I have lived in Margate for over 40 years and have been fortunate enough to have traveled to some of the most beautiful locations all over the world. The Sands Hotel is a welcome vision externally and internally, all very pretty and sparkly, blah, blah, blah. What the fuck is this review? <laughs> Myself, some of my family, and a friend from London were enjoying drinks on the terrace. We asked if there was anything to eat, but we were told the kitchen was closed. Whilst in conversation about the ridiculousness of not being able to eat throughout the day and the fact that the menu certainly does not cater for children. And I don't mean chicken nuggets. One of the quote unquote owners came to our table with a dreadful manner, clearly stressed and frustrated. We politely asked if there was a suggestion card for this new venture. <laughs> there were numerous things we wanted to point out in an attempt to help these poor uneducated souls. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck you. At this point, I must add, the terrace was completely empty. We were told that the terrace was only for customers who were eating and we had explained that we were trying to and that there was a, <laughs> and that there was no note to say that the terrace was not just for drinks. Astonishing. As the conversation became more heated and the quote unquote owner more rude, I pointed out to him that the customer is always <sighs> right. He retorted that no, the customer is not always right. How short sighted. Schoolboy error. We will never return, nor shall friends, friends of friends, etc. My friend returned to London shocked and dismayed and sadly decided not to put a review on her guide for plush boutiques around the world. The customer is, was, and will always be right, even in Margate. Uh, I think we have our first villain of the fucking season right here. This yeah, is ridiculous. What the hell? <laughs> That's pretty I mean, horrible. This, puts, this woman could go out dining with Hell in the Hut any yeah. day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I loved I loved that she um, flat out what called us poor, uh, un, uneducated, uneducated souls. I don't even know where to start with the quotations like uh, "owner more rude." Like I don't understand how that like. I, well, was apparently, that just to be owner. I I don't. <laughs> yeah, apparently she didn't. This person's claimed that they were the owner, and she probably didn't believe them. Look, the, the bottom line is that no, the customer is not always right. We allow you to believe that, but only to so far. You know, you you don't you don't get anything and everything that you want. This this is a very degrading, condescending review, and not even just by the poor un, un, uneducated souls comment, but the the Sands Hotel is a welcome vision externally and internally, all very so pretty and sparkly. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't understand this review. Does this does, is there really like a blog that we can uh, just fucking destroy for the rest of the season? Uh, yeah. Like her friend is, is there really a blog that exists? I don't know. To uh, do some research. I, I don't know. The funny thing about this this review is that when I chose it, I had I had just had a conversation with my immediate boss who. Uh, a day or two later, earlier, not later, earlier, had a conversation with our head boss, the owner, one of the owners of our company. And he, we had an incident at one of our events where the, where our, our catering timeline was incorrect and the caterers started packing up an hour prior to when the event actually ended. 
And of course, this was a huge issue to the person who paid for all of this. And uh, she was very unhappy with us, rightly so. Uh, it was a, it was a huge mistake on our end, uh, to which my immediate boss profusely apologized for. But the owner of the company, when he got wind of this, he flat out told my boss, "The customer is always right." And I, I know the owner pretty well, and I know that he really does not think that. And deep down in his heart, he he's a chef. And wait, the <laughs> owner said that? Oh yeah, yeah. That the customer is always right. Yeah. I was completely shocked that he said that um, because we have had multiple conversations in the kitchen around this topic where he has stated, no, the customer is not always right. No. And then for him to tell my immediate boss, one of the coordinators, the customer is always right. I was just like, oh, oh no, he did not. I'm <laughs> like, oh, no, seriously, dude, you did not just say that. Um, so that's what prompted this topic and that, you know, the customer is not always right. And I'm really sorry that you had a bad experience at this place, but you're not right. And don't be so entitled. So do you guys know where this comes from? The idea that the customer is always right. Have you guys ever, no. ever no. looked into it? All right. So it was started in 1905 by, uh, by some department store retailers who were doing so poorly in business because customers were used to being treated like shit so they would, so right because they would they would come in and the staff wouldn't treat them well and so then they so they would stop coming back it was just it i mean look it was 1905 right like the the like wars had been raging all over the world for like such a long time and everyone you know was in in the industrial revolution. I mean, like all of these things were, were going on. And, and it was again, 1905, right? Like if you think about how, you know, technologically advanced things are now, if any of us were transported back to 1905, we're oh, talking fuck. about like the age of dirt and dinosaurs <laughs> yeah, really? in comparison, right? <laughs> That's so, why boomers are so pissy, dude. <laughs> so the, so these two, right. So these two retailers were, um, were like there were department store owners and they basically had a change in mindset where they wanted their employees to treat the customers as though they were the most important aspect of the business right now the problem is that it was such a drastic shift from you know they are an important part of the business, right? And of course, you absolutely have to have customers in order for your, your business to succeed. But you also have to have employees who want to stay with you. You also have to have a product to sell. So the idea that you know one is so much more important than the other, uh, I mean, it, it took over. And it, look, people started flocking to to their stores, right? Sears and Roebuck started using the same philosophy and it it was huge for their business and so for a time that was really important but i think now especially right now we're seeing the the rubber band snap right mm. we have so many people and bill you sent us another article uh this week there's so oh, many people who are out. leaving the industry because of the number of people coming in with the attitude of the customer is always right. Yeah. yeah. Because it's been around, it's been an attitude for over a hundred years now. Yeah. And it's, mm -hmm. it's not. And Samantha, you were, you were telling a story about being at work. And I thought you were going to tell another story where the customer was definitely not right. And it was the Halloween party. Oh, good God. Yeah. Sugar-free gummy bears? Can I tell that story or not, or I shouldn't? No, go ahead. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. So Samantha's working a Halloween party, right? So guests It's a are private party at this, all... this woman's house. Yeah. Right. So guests are coming and they're all Ooh. dressed up. Um, that and... guy's white shut. Uh, yeah. It was a masquerade ball. <laughs> so um, one of the people shows up and he's in blackface. No fucking way. No way. Yeah. Now- now, not, uh, no. not like not like straight up like minstrelsy's blackface, but it's you know middle aged white dude shows up dressed like a Rastafarian, 
and you know with his face painted and and samantha had an employee working who was black and he was absolutely mortified mortified and mortified. i kind of want to throw up i'm not gonna lie and, uh, amongst in there's there's so much that went wrong with this with this party that like it it could be a whole episode so Ooh, but but the point of it was that that customer the that person who walked in the door dressed that way was not right the host of the party by allowing that customer to stay was not right no how the fuck did you make flat, it from like out of your is, house like that? Like I just don't right. understand. That is flat out the customer is not, the customer is not right. always right, right and never will always be right. I mean that right. you know, and that a customer coming in and starting shit at my bar right. is not right. Correct. You're getting pissed off about this fancy hotel not having chicky nuggies for your semen demons. Like it's fucking like the Bellagio <laughs> didn't get fucking built by serving kids happy meals. Like fuck you. <laughs> Demon demons. <laughs> I've been sitting on that one for a minute. <laughs> so I have this new tactic. Like I need this. I'm trying to make this happen. Like at least once an episode, just fucking make you guys lose your shit. Fuck yes. Oh, no, and that's you know, and this is I'm I'm looking at the actual review right now, and just the snobbery of this person. Yeah. I like it. It it, it it's it's disgusting. It's disgusting how this person thinks and not only thinks, but, but vocalizes it to puts it on the internet for the whole fucking world, world to, see, to like, see. Like, you know what? I'm really sorry. Look at how stupid I am. Yeah. You know, we politely suggested if there were suggestion cards, well, you found your fucking suggestion card. It's the internet Yo, that, and shame on you. you. You know you're fucked when people start asking for comment cards. I know. Like, That's the word. Can I a comment card? No, actually, you can't. No, How about you just tell me my sure fucking can. face? It's tell me what you think I did wrong. You know, but I'm, I'm proud of this manager who retorted, no, the customer is not always right. It is not short-sighted for a manager to say that because it is the truth. And I'm sorry you cannot handle the truth, Tara. And yeah, this is I how they choose to run their business, right? right? And, yeah. and you just talked to one of the owner, and now you need a comment card, right? What, like how how much know, do you have to bitch? And then you're just shut your the pie hole. Yeah, right. Look, if the, if this person, if this lady thinks that she's always right, well, then she needs to go back to university and learn how <laughs> to properly write, because there are so many grammatical errors in this thing. I, you know, the customer <laughs> is wasn't always will be right. Aren't there supposed like aren't there supposed to be commas in there? Some commas. The, cu the customer is comma was comma and always will be right. Period. Semicolon. <laughs> oh. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Space even in Margate. There's no space between right and Margate. Like right and even. You know, so don't sit here and tell me, you know, that you are always right when you can't even fucking type up a proper e review. What a horrible human being. Horrible. Yeah. I, I, I just thought you were going to call her a whore. <laughs> whore. <laughs> whore. You're a horrible human being. Look, ladies and gentlemen, we've all had scenarios and instances and cases where the customer is not always right. And while not to badmouth my owner, I, I adore the owner of the company I work for. He stands up for us all the time. He really does. He does. He and really does. To his credit, that woman that does the that does the Halloween party, like they they do a decent amount of business with her. Yeah. And he said that after that instance of this last Halloween never, party, they'll no longer do business. Never with doing her. business Good. with her again. I, my uh, my boss even said, "Who the fuck does that nowadays? Who the fuck does that?" Right. It's like, Which I were my words exactly when day. this when this quote unquote Rastafarian when this dude this middle disgusting old man white dude came in my exact words were who the fuck does that nowadays like seriously with yeah. all the racist political shit that's going on in the united states i just can't i can't world, believe that like, like i that is can't one that. well but this okay so no joke bill just to give you a, a little background on this this event reminded me of of those tv shows or those movies of those posh white rich people that are stuck in their own world and don't think that any other world exists and it's, it's like those bubble, man. it's like those like surreal movies like are you serious there are people out yeah. there that think and live this way and there certainly are this lady yeah, was like one Beverly of them Hills, in all of her 90210? yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> the Golden Girls? Like Melrose? <laughs> the, Melrose Place? Yeah. But I mean, I look, my boss, getting back to my point, my boss absolutely does stand up for us. I was completely flabbergasted, though, when he said the customer is always right for this other event that happened. Because he knows as well as I do that the customer is not always right. And the people who, who stand on that soapbox and say, well, I'm always right, it's time to get off the soapbox. Yeah. Was that Marge from The Simpsons? No, it wasn't. This is Marge. <laughs> you know, I think that the important distinction here is who gets to decide that the customer is always right. right. And and what happened is the customers have decided that they're always right. Oh my God, there should be a rather referee than, <laughs> Rather than the... Oh, my God. I'm writing, I'm it, writing down. it down, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like the employees need to be the ones who you treat a guest special, right? Treat them like they are, you know, the most important part of the business. And, you know, you can treat them that way. But the reality is, it's always a facade. How, how do you right? referee? I'm, I'm always smiling because I'm getting paid for it. Not always, but. I, you know, I'm always nicer than I otherwise might yeah. be. I might be in a shitty mood, but I'm not allowed to act like I'm in a shitty oh, mood. Oh, hell no. Right? So, no, so who, gets to who gets to decide that the customer is always right? It's not the customer. No, and you it shouldn't be the customer. You have to pay me to be fucking to tolerance that. of your bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, a, that's a fact. And you're not paying me very well. You know, like, I, I think I make like 10 bucks an hour. Yeah, it's, to tolerate it, your racist bullshit. <laughs> like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, that was a whole, that it. was a nightmare of an event. Um, remember, remember when they used to put people out to drift, like on, <laughs> like when they got too old or just like fucked up society up so bad that they just like set them adrift. Like, yeah, can we bring yeah. that back? Can we? <laughs> Or, or just like launch him into space, dude. Fuck when, it was, off. when it was time, uh, when it was time for like an old person to die, instead of just yes. like, letting them die, <laughs> you just sent them on the long walk or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Take a long walk off a short plank. I, what do we? Uh, let's rate this. What do? You, what are you gentlemen thinking? I just want to state right now that I'm, I'm hesitant to 86. I don't know how trigger happy you guys are feeling because yeah. I feel like there's got to be more like this. It's going to be a treasure trove. You want me to look yeah. her up? Yeah, and I, I want to look up her friend's blog. I will look her up. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh I'm hesitant I can to send eight. her a message. <gasps> oh, good. Oh, Just send her I a mean, link to this episode. Okay, okay <laughs> now, wait, wait. You know, before doing that, this is eight years ago, and I oh. think we can revisit her by checking out other reviews that are more recent. So that's what I'm doing right now. We're, we're just as bad as cancel culture, bro. We're, we're like we're going back in time and digging up these fucking so, rants. Right, I know. So I'm, I'm oh, we're part of the problem. <laughs> anyway, Fuck. I'm definitely. I I don't want to 86 her because I I I want to be able to actually uh, dig a little deeper. So I'm gonna say one star. This review is you know just fucking garbage. Basura. That's Spanish yeah. for garbage. Yes. Bueno, bueno. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so in uh, all of that, did you guys give her a review or no? I don't I know. Haven't, I say one star. A rating? I haven't given her a rating yet. I'm looking at her stuff. So she only, the last review she wrote was August of 2015. So she's done. Ah, well, maybe somebody already set her adrift. So, uh, no joke. <laughs> Someone already put her on a fucking boat and sent her on her merry way. I'm 86ing her. I'm 86ing her all because right. no joke, this woman is is psychotic. She is yeah, psychotic in the head. Um, she would fit in really well with the Halloween party goers that I catered to on Halloween. And um, those what, people what are- What were some of the other costumes at this fucking party? <laughs> oh man, they're, oh God, there were fucking, there were fucking, um, the whole, the whole um, characters of the Wizard of Oz were there, including the flying monkeys, which sent my server <laughs> off again. Because, oh, shit. yeah, what yeah, because, because this fucking black face Rastafarian walks in the door and that like tipped him over the edge. He was completely, he was completely flabbergasted with that. But then you have the Wizard of Oz monkeys coming in and people being like, oh, you ever been with a monkey before? And granted, oh, they were not Ugh. being, <laughs> they were not being racist that way. They were joking about their costumes but be because my server was already triggered he was just like yeah. oh my god are you fucking kidding me 
Definitely not helping the no, situation. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but, I mean, these people were there, were, there were princesses, there were witches. I mean, it was an eclectic group of costumes and, and shit. The host was fucking Bo Peep. Go figure. Little Miss Bo Peep. Oh, and she was, she, let me tell was you. Was it she, a sexy Bo Peep? No, she was a haggard ah. old Bo Peep. And let me tell you, she <laughs> was the wicked peep. witch of the West. She was horrible. Horrible I woman. I would imagine so. Horrible, she horrible sounds woman. like a... A real gem. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Shall we get into happy hour? Yeah. Or should we take a little break? You know what? Let's take a little break. Yes. Yeah. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. We work in bars that get three stars. I'm not your minion. Fuck your opinion. Hey. hey guys, what are you doing? <laughs> what is happening? Mm, what time is it, guys? What time is it? It's a three stars podcast. Happy hour. Three stars podcast. Happy hour. It's a three stars podcast. Happy hour. Let's. Okay, I gotta say that I don't know if the singing is going to come out (laughs) (laughs) because we're doing this over the internet. One thing we did not consider was that when we're all going to talk at once, there will be a delay. So if that song sounded like shit, that song sounded like shit. (laughs) You win some, you lose some. You know, yeah. All right. So what are we drinking, drinking today, Brad? Well, we're drinking Irish coffee, mm. and as I said earlier, it is so easily fucked up, it annoys the living shit out of me. Uh, I would say that I learned how to make it the right way, and I'm I'm doing finger air quotes. like <laughs> The owner. bartender is always <laughs> right, motherfucker. <laughs> so uh, I would say that I learned to do it the right way, and, and I, I almost did, um, but... Here's the wrong way. Let me just start with that, okay? The wrong way is just doing Jameson and Bailey's. That's how I do it. What are you talking about? It's the wrong way, okay? That is that is that was never the traditional Irish coffee. Irish coffee, believe it or not, has been around like 150 years. Probably as long as whiskey's been around, right? (laughs) And it was, and that was not the. That's not the original way. That actually came into play because it was just easy and it just like made its way into you know bartenders you know way of doing things this bartender did it that way because it was easier and then you go on and 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 who knows bailey's bailey maybe had something to do with it right but i don't think so it's delicious dude jam on bailey and coffee is fucking delicious that's all i have so call whatever the fuck you want I'm not saying that it's not delicious. I'm just saying it's not an Irish coffee. So what is an Irish coffee? Coffee. Yeah, so what is an Irish coffee? Okay, so an Irish coffee is whiskey, coffee, sugar, and cream. But the way it's done is you take sugar and you either um, mix it in with a little bit of hot coffee to dissolve the sugar first, or you use a, a sugar syrup. And then you add in the whiskey, and then you layer it with, with heavy cream that you would normally foam. So I'll tell you exactly what I did for this one, right? So you make coffee. I like darker coffee, so we use the dark roast coffee. I made a two-to-one sugar syrup. So I used brown sugar, two parts brown sugar to one part uh, water, and then... I dissolved all the sugar up, and then I put in about a half an ounce. Then I put in an ounce of Irish whiskey. I put in coffee, and it all blends really well together. Then with the cream, you use a heavy cream, and you actually should let it sit out for a little bit. I mean, you know, if you're working at the bar, you don't necessarily do it this way. If you're sitting at home and you want to take the time, then yeah, I didn't do any of that shit. No, no, sure. I'm drinking a virgin Irish coffee. You'd let it sit out for a little bit um, just to get it warm because the if it's if it's really cold, it's it's more likely to sink into the coffee and you're trying to get this layered effect. But then you would whip it. Whip it good. 
or you know if you have a steamer or an espresso wand or something like that then you could steam it and you would layer it on top um or you know if you just happen to have a vibrator laying around, you just throw it in there. And oh my God, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sanitize that fucking thing? Gross. So God. the idea is to get it is to get it a little thicker so that it does sit on top, you know, like a nice foam. That's gross. And then, you know, maybe you throw on a couple of espresso beans on top or you throw on like a little bit of grated nutmeg or something like that. That's the traditional style of Irish coffee. <clears throat> that's right? fucking buck wild, dude. I that's didn't know any of that. Well, and and that's funny because I know that you used to work for Fridays and Fridays had an Irish coffee recipe and what their version was to put uh was to put brown sugar into a heated glass and then you were to pour a little bit of coffee on top of that like an ounce of coffee I think was what was the procedure and then you're supposed to muddle it so that you were breaking up the sugar crystals so that they dissolved faster. Okay. Then you pour it in the whiskey, then you pour it in the rest of the coffee, and then you topped it with whipped cream. So, I mean, if you're at a bar, like if you're making this fast, then you're going to get you a know, syrup, not you, a fucking. Yeah, you're, it's definitely easier to prepare syrup. And, and dude, honestly, it is definitely easier to use whipped cream. Either you make a fresh whipped cream, which is, you know, amazing, or, you know, use canned ready whip or some shit like that. But. Cool whip. But that, dog. To, but to me, like that version is also a lot better because Samantha, I mean, you know, when we were drinking these and still like, I'm about three quarters of the way through mine and my, and my layer of foam is still sitting on top. Yeah. Mine was too. Yeah. Was yeah. Too. It was. Yeah. And you had the milk mustache. Yeah. yeah. Right. And drinking it through the foam. I don't know. To me, it's a, it's a much more pleasant drinking experience. It's not an in your face whiskey with with coffee right and i'm not a fan of, of of irish cream either like irish cream is basically just irish whiskey and cream and the way it's blended together makes it so that you know it doesn't separate and whatnot. Sugar too. so oh, yeah shit. so yeah I'm, of and course because it's it's sweet right so i mean it's it's just not to me it's i don't like it so I stick to the more traditional way of making an Irish coffee. When I'm at one job, we get to make it that way. When I'm at another one, I don't have the luxury of making it that way because no one else will listen. No one makes oh, it that way. Like that, and when I tried to make it that way, I uh, this doesn't look like the last one the other bartender gave me. Right. Fuck. Right. Yeah. It's like I'm constantly dealing with that kind of yeah. shit. That's why, like, in a restaurant, consistency. Dude. I hate. I hate the the bartender is always right. <laughs> I, I hate I hate that the that if things are just like the Wild West and every bartender just does whatever they do. If you in one restaurant where I work, if you ask six different bartenders to make you a margarita, you're getting six different margaritas. And I hate that. Right? I like when bartenders get to do some you know creative things, but standardization is is what you can get known for. And then yeah. you, you know have other opportunities for bartenders to do what they mm -hmm. want but having like a good standardized way of doing things like with your irish coffee like with your margaritas like with your you know i don't know what else hot toddy long islands i guess hot strong islands yeah i mean whatever it's going to be whatever your you know your old fashions everyone should make them the, the same, same way. way within yeah. your restaurant yeah. absolutely right that way i That's mean like, you have I've recipes got, I've got one bartender who who shakes his old fashioned. <gasps> exactly. Exactly. So um, you know, and then I've got and then I've got eight other bartenders who pulverize the shit out of fruit to do it. So it's yeah, I don't even I put just, fruit. I put orange peel and lemon peel on my old fashions right now where I work. Um, I got to tell you this guy. I'm just thinking about this since since this is a good good place for it. Um, I I didn't make these drinks, but I poured them in the glass. They were fucking Cosmos and like. They were not pink. Like, they were barely pink at all. And I'm like, what in the fuck? That's that's a fucking vodka martini. Like, the customer is, like, so picky. And then, like, I think one of the other bartenders, like, knew them or had dealt with them before or something because, like, they seemed to have a better understanding. Anyways, these fucking Cosmos came back. Like, they were telling them, like, like cranberry, you know? And, like, the, you, these things, like, had, like, a tinge of pink. And they sent them back. I was like, bro, put the cranberry juice on the side. You know, like, 
I had motherfuckers drinking uh, Vesper, dirty Vesper martinis, and like they weren't dirty enough. It was like mind-boggling. I sent out a fucking carafe of olive juice. Like the customer is not always right. The customer is a fucking dipshit. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> the customer's the worst part of the fucking job. That's all. That's all I gotta say about it. Well, I think this is. I think this is the classic, perfect example of how the customer is not always right. Is when the customers, you know, at at one bar get their cosmopolitans flooded with cranberry juice, and it's supposed to be, right. you know, it's a nice light pink. It's not supposed to be bright pink it's not supposed yeah, to be barely pink it's a nice light pink and then they go to another bar and they're like no 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 no. that's not how it's supposed to be made it's supposed to be right. pink all the way through and it's like i'm sorry are you yeah, the bartender it's fucking annoying you know that's right i would have people at when i worked in the 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 breakfast joint that i worked at about a year and a half ago i would have people ask for um irish coffees all the time and they they would I, they would adamantly say, I don't taste Bailey's. Well, that's because an Irish coffee originally does not get Bailey. But at the other places yeah. I go to, that's Bailey's, not what you, ordered. Like, you know what? This isn't the other place. And read a fucking recipe. Like, you are not yeah. right. Yeah. You are not right. Don't tell me how to do my job. You are not right. It's a perfect example. You know, it's funny because the Cosmo has gone through so many different versions yeah. in so many different places. And I remember when I first started Fridays, the cranberry juice was only half an ounce. And over my time there, after I think five or six years, they ended up changing it to one and a half oh. ounces. That's, I think and that's what I do. I do like quarter, triple sec, two ounces of vodka at least, like a fucking a quarter ounce of lime juice, and so, an ounce and a quarter of cranberry. So Dale DeGroff's recipe, and he's, and he's the one who, he didn't invent it, but he made it popular because it, it became a very popular, yeah, because it became a very Sex popular cocktail, yeah. the Rainbow Room. Um, <laughs> that was... He, he does an ounce and a half of citrus vodka, a half ounce of triple sec, an ounce of cranberry juice, and a quarter ounce of lime juice. See, so, I, that, the, the citrus vodka is definitely a thing. Like, I, I mean, I could go either way. I don't usually use citrus vodka, though. I think it's funny that, um, that – so I'm looking at Difference Guide, right? That's, you know, my favorite place to go online. Um, and they say an ounce and a half of Kettle One Citrone. And the funny thing is that actually they're like it when I learned it from Dale DeGroff, it was an ounce and a half absolute of absolute citron. citron. Yeah. So it all depends on who's sponsoring. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's a good happy hour. I like Irish coffees. I think they're yeah. great. They're nice and warm. I think we should do Kiyoki's. Kiyoki's would be a good happy hour too. Oh yeah. Isn't I mean there's so many coffee, coffee? No, it's Kiyoki brandy, Irish cream, and creme de cacao and coffee. Uh, I don't think it gets Irish cream. Um, I'm looking at the but recipe right, right here. Mm. Oh. oh, it's Kahlua. Mm, Brandy, Kahlua, and cream okay. to cacao. It is Kahlua. Yeah. I think Kiyoki's would be a good one to do, too. Get some Brandy going. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I think last time I drank Brandy, I'm pretty sure I threw up in my hat. Hey, crappy Brandy, though. <laughs> That's a long time ago. I thought that was like taking you back to like your time with some girl named Brandy. Oh. <laughs> Check, please. Also throwing up in my head. <laughs> what have we learned today? It's a different uh, podcast. You know, I, I'm i going to just go with what I had said in that the customer always being right is um, is a farce. Like it, it was made up by two marketing guys, right? right? Yeah. Or, uh, not two marketing guys, uh, by two retailing guys. It's a Fugazi. Who decided to treat people that way. And that that the determination really needs to come from the from the business, not from the from the guests. And the business needs to get better in determining that it's not every customer is always right. Yeah, I fucking right? hate that. It's in the event that there's an issue with the customer, the business needs to make the de- needs to make the determination whether or not the customer is right and they just they just need to be better at it because the customer walking in and automatically assuming that the customer is always right is what causes entitled bitchy yeah. customers that are really like no shit like they're finally getting on everyone's yeah. nerves yeah and, people are over and, it. and the only way to to change the culture is to stop treating them like they're yeah. always right so Phil? that's me uh <laughs> i i don't know i feel like 
it's just responsibility, you know, like like I said, the social contract earlier, I mean, it's an understanding among um, all parties. You know, I'm not your fucking servant. I'm a bartender, I love what I do. You know, I'm happy to have you, but there are certain fucking guidelines, you know, like you, used to say, you know, like no politics or no fucking religion at the bar, which that's out the fucking door. You see somebody wearing a mask and it's just, whoa, you, you're gonna know, <laughs> you know, people's leanings relatively quickly when it comes to politics. Um, and it's just, it, we gotta like, the government's not gonna take care of us, dude. We gotta take care of each other. And that's, I mean, what bartending is really all about, what the service industry is all about. And uh, it, it doesn't succeed by, you know, so some things, don't change. Some things are traditional, but like we just said with the fucking recipe for a Cosmo or for an Irish coffee, like you have to evolve with the times, dude. And it's on both sides of the bar. Just be better people. Like, I guess if I learned anything that it's, you know, like I can be better. I like what you said earlier about like, that's really what I'm getting paid to do. Like my knowledge base and all that shit. Like you can, we can Google it now. You know, we didn't used to have that back in the day. Back in my day, these fucking whippersnappers with their uncle Google <laughs> um, and their TikToks. Uh, but uh, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like that's really what we're getting paid for is the interaction with the guest. Um, and that that I've been thinking about that a lot, especially since COVID and shit. You know, it's like I try to be more tolerant about some things. Like some things are easier to tolerate than others. But like that's what America is supposed to be all about. You know, that's what the bar industry is supposed to be about is just being open-minded. You know, yeah. and apparently making chicken tendies <laughs> for crotch goblins. Uh, I like chicken tendies. I do too, but seriously, if if you if you want your kids to have chicken tenders, then maybe you should just bring your own pre-made. Well, I mean, she she did say not. She she did say not chicken nuggets. Then she's like, she wants like she wants a better kids menu that's not chicken nuggets, but she wants she wants one. Period. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna piggyback off of Brad and both of you actually. Uh, it's it's. You know, our, we're trying to evolve as as humans and as life. We do evolve, and it's time that the entitled, spoiled little twats of this world evolve too and step outside their boxes and um, to, to take a look at the bigger picture and to, and to just realize it's not always about you. It's really not. Um, sadly, where we're headed, I don't think that's going to happen <laughs> as a society. I don't think it's going to... You know, I could sit here and it's a it battle. I, I can. I think it's getting worse because even please and thank yous are gone nowadays. You know, you hold the door for someone and they just walk right in without a thank you, and I'm like, okay, cool. I did have a woman the other day. Sorry to interrupt, but I did have a woman the other day who told me, who thanked me and said, "You really don't understand how appreciative we are that you're." Oh, that was nice of her. Was this at so, the airport? Yeah, this was at the that airport. That was very yeah. nice that's, of her. That's something I. I loved working out there for that. Like you just, you experience so much shit, you know, like people going to fucking Vegas, like that there was, that was like once a week, right? But then you might have somebody flying out for a funeral or, you know, like something else, you know, like adopting kids or some shit. Like, it's just like you, you experience so much more levels of life. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I think you get like- Diversity. You're just exposed to more diversity. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's a word, that's a word that we could use in this and episode. And I didn't screw it up either. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I, again, I've said it so many times in our podcast, it's time to step outside your selfish box and to realize, especially now this day and age where everybody is overly stressed, overly busy, um, that it's, it's not just about you. You're not always right. You know, we have recipes for a reason. And if one bartender does it one way and then another bartender does it another way, don't be a schmuck and look down on them and condescendingly speak to them like they're idiots. Just be like, oh, can, you know. Don't fucking condescend can, people, man. Like, can you maybe add some Baileys or can I get a shot of Baileys to put in my Irish coffee? You know, that's there's always a polite way to say things. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So, yeah. On that note, and if you have to have Bailey's in your Irish coffee, or I, I agree. Like, come man up, BGPs, go for the whiskey, BGPs, big girl panties. On that note, thank you very much for listening. We do appreciate every single one of you that has stuck with us for these last three seasons. Uh, we apologize for all three I seasons. know. We apologize for all the muck ups this season. We're still trying to figure out our outline and work some kinks out and try new things to keep it fresh and fun for you all. Uh, please make sure to 
follow us on Facebook and Instagram and any podcast platform that you listen to. Go ahead and hit that cute little subscribe button Da-ding! and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Again, you can even text us at 720-459-2033. Again, that's 720-459-2033. Three Stars Podcast. And come on back, you hear? Cheers. <laughs>